0: Greetings and welcome to the Marketing with Mavericks podcast, where I, Shantanu Chandra, your host, pick on the best brains from the marketing realm. Today we have a very special guest from the education sphere. Let's welcome Professor Dawn Edmiston, the creator of online MBA at William Mary. Also, she was the person who encouraged me to start a podcast and helped me curate the name Marketing with Mavericks. Hello, Professor Edmonds. There is a little bit
1: of audio set. I arrived at William and Mary in 2014. It's actually the eighth college that I've taught at, and as I like to tell my students, it's not because I can't hold a job, but I do love teaching. So at the first six colleges that I taught at, it was as a visiting faculty, and then I had a tenured role at my previous college, which I hadn't planned to leave until this. Amazing opportunity arose at William and Mary, which is what brought me here to focus on digital marketing and marketing strategy and to work with undergraduates and talented graduate students like you.
0: So you said you have worked in marketing. So what did education pull you into marketing or was marketing your passion right from the beginning?
1: Such a great question because I do think if I reflect back to even when I was a child, it was always about teaching for me and sharing what I had known with others. However, after undergraduate, I did work. I actually moved and worked overseas on an island called Guam at that point. So uh, many folks perhaps have not heard and certainly not visited Guam, but it was a really special experience because it gave me a chance to explore the world of international marketing, which I had no appreciation for previous to that time. And so I decided that I would apply to one graduate school, the graduate school that I thought had uh, the greatest international marketing program, study abroad program, in fact, at Columbia. So that's where I went for my MBA, and it it changed my life. I mean, it delivered on its promise. I did one semester at London Business School as well, and when I returned um, to the U.S. and graduated, I started working at Discovery Channel. In Europe and Asia Pacific, focused on consumer marketing.
0: So you said you did undergrad in marketing?
1: So I did undergraduate um, towards the end. I didn't come to marketing. I I think I always knew that I was meant to be in marketing when I was a very little girl. I was that little girl who was playing store and would put price tags on my sister's (laughs) Dolls to sell to other, you know, my imaginary friends. So I didn't know it was called marketing at that point. And in fact, I didn't really appreciate that there was a discipline of marketing until my senior year of college. And then I ended up taking 27 credits in my final semester to, to graduate and and focus on marketing. Um, But it was, it was well worth it. And so my MBA also had an emphasis on marketing and when I started at Discovery Channel, my undergraduate was actually at a college called Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. So I have a very strong technology background. And at least I was smart enough at 17 to realize that that would be important later in life. I don't think I quite knew how it would be important. Rensselaer is known for its engineers, not for its marketers, although I hope that I'm changing that. And, um, but that, that, Focus on technology really was, I was, I was really passionate about it. And one of the joys of working at Discovery Channel is we really were one of the first networks that were looking at digital as a domain. And so we had Discovery Channel online. We were digitizing our products. We were even digitizing our marketing collateral, um, you know, far before many others in the market, you know, had been doing so. So I've always really appreciated uh, the fact that if marketing's done well, it should be done across the enterprise. Mm-hmm. And technology actually allows us to, to do effective marketing across the world. And that's, you know, there's no better time in my mind than to be a marketing right now.
0: That gives us the right segue into uh, what is the most maverick task in marketing? Have you done or have seen some other entity perform?
1: We could use Discovery Channel as a a great example because when I was there, as you can imagine, I was responsible for selling the products that were related to our programs. So, for example, Titanic was big while I was there. We were, Titanic the movie um, was just being launched and Discovery Channel was undertaking the actual expedition, the underwater expedition of the actual Titanic. So, we were developing books and multimedia products across platforms and one of the things that we were challenged to do was, how do we sell these products and services? How do we how do we distribute these products and services to consumers? And we had a retail, traditional retail channel. And there was great concern that if we started selling our multimedia products online, again, this was you know, 25 years ago at this point, and there was great concern that we should not have an e-commerce site. And so I was actually the one proposing. I think we need a non e commerce site. I think that we need to be able to sell our products and services through these online channels. That that was a real that was being a maverick at the time because there was a chance that you were going to cannibalize our traditional retail channels, and retail was still really powerful at that point. I recall one of my European, my Scandinavian partners, in fact, who we had a, a business dinner one evening, and he said to me. Dawn, I don't know why you're so focused upon online. That's just a, such a small element of, of what we will do and of what is possible. And, you know, what? I had other ideas. And I think time will have proven that, mm-hmm. that those ideas were, were perhaps well well warranted at that point. So I've always been thinking about um, one of my favorite statements at the time was, if you could digitize it, you can monetize it. And at the time that was a relatively maverick concept. And but I, I still believe that. I'm still looking for opportunities um, within the environment now in higher education. So we're moving from delivering traditional education and face to face channels through online and digital channels. You know, and, and what does that mean and how do we share our experiences, our products and services in this ever changing um, and advancing, you know technological environment.
0: Is there anything, Maverick, which you think any of the company is doing right now?
1: We can now transition into my current world of higher education. Mm -hmm. And higher education is not known for being very progressive. William & Mary, we are a 326-year-old institution of which I could not be more proud to be a part of our tribe. However, there are challenges inherent in being able to deliver a quality education across formats. Many individuals still believe that you can only truly deliver William & Mary education um, in a face-to-face traditional environment on our cobblestone streets and, and walkways of the campus. And so when I first arrived here, I was involved with the development of the first online program. And we developed the online MBA program here. And it was really... I will have been teaching for almost 20 years at this point, And it was really the most wonderful, positive, progressive faculty committee that I had ever worked on because we were really thinking about our consumers and that exchange of value. I mean, that is the true definition of marketing, this exchange of value and how do the consumers define value. Williamsburg, Virginia is not necessarily the metropolitan region in, in in the US and and so if we if we it's a special place. However, we are not New York City or Boston or Chicago or LA. Right. And yet we have the talent that can compete in those markets and we are a really special place, community culture where we can drive innovation, but we can also use technology to help us drive innovation in a more global scale. Mm-hmm. So that's the next challenge. That's the next challenge for us. You know, how do we in higher education, especially in, in traditional liberal arts colleges such as William & Mary, how do we take that special culture, that special community, and how how do we retain that even when we are seeking to digitize that experience?
0: Where do you see the future of marketing at it?
1: I expect that it will continue to be driven by digital and data, and in fact, data is the new currency. In many Mm -hmm. regards, it's not about the products and services that we offer, but truly about the data that we collect, because the data that we collect is going to allow us to better understand consumer needs and meet those needs in the future. So we may be willing to provide a simple product or service upfront. So we can develop that relationship with a consumer. And then as we grow our relationship with the consumer, the consumer wants to invest in us because we've taken the time to invest in them. But I believe that the digital data will eventually allow us within higher education to truly look at the customer lifetime value Mm -hmm. of an individual. So when did Shantanu first hear about William & Mary? What was that first touch point? What was that first marketing outreach where he first heard about William and & Mary? And then what decisions did he take? And what were his touch points with the college? And then what brought him here to the MBA program? And once he graduates, what will he do with that education? When will he return to campus? Customer relationship management tools will allow us to capture all of that data. Nobody's-
0: Professor, give us some examples of
1: those tools. Salesforce. Salesforce has become a really powerful tool. We've just started to implement it here. And that's and the first tool that's truly giving us a glimpse of being able to analyze students from what I like to refer to as across the four A's, academics, admissions, athletics, and advancement. Most of those, those four A's are typically siloed in many institutions of higher education, but the ones that do education well and the ones that truly reflect a commitment to their students and their alumni are those that are able to understand the relationship and track the relationship that, that they have had with the college and university. And tools like Salesforce allow us to do that. They allow us to understand how it, how it is that you prefer to engage with us and how we can develop products and services that continue to meet your, your needs.
0: Where do you see the new marketers, the students, fitting in the new, ever-evolving marketing
1: universe? That's a great question. And and there's there's continual concern that artificial intelligence, for example, will start to replace my future marketing students. And as I've often said, my William & Mary students are irreplaceable. But we will start to focus on those elements that are important relative to soft skills different ways of thinking, creative ways of thinking. You know, in many instances, digital and technology, they're, it's programmable, and we are the ones that are programming it. So as we continue to learn and grow as individuals, as human beings, that may change the perspectives that we give to technology. And it's our role to be able to do that. We also have a very important role relative to ethics, and, um, and perhaps more important than ever. And again... Marketing is one of those disciplines. Um, it's perhaps the only discipline that truly is enterprise driven because we are the, we are the discipline that immediately focuses upon customer needs. We are the customer journey from start to finish. And so, of course, you need functions like accounting and human resources and finance and operations to support those processes. But it's marketing and it's through the marketer's eyes that we understand how individuals are engaging with us. And, and I don't necessarily see AI replacing all of those functions, but I do see AI being able to complement those functions. The fact that we now all have a mobile device with us 24-7. I'm able to get data, I'm able to better understand your behaviors than I ever was before. Um, but of course, that understanding, that data collection has to be done in an ethical framework. So we need marketers that understand not only the value of those tools, but how those tools can be used in an ethical manner to continue to provide sustained value for consumers.
0: Do you have any particular tools in mind which you think is right now growing and people should be targeting those tools apart from Salesforce?
1: I would actually argue that it's not just, and Salesforce is a very powerful tool and I, I would certainly support um, marketers to understand uh, the power of that tool. But I would actually argue that many of the tools that we should be learning are tools based on communications mm-hmm. and and branding, and um, understanding how to develop messages and develop creative strategies, teamwork, collaboration. So not necessarily Salesforce or Microsoft Office Mm -hmm. or Adobe, but rather developing communication skills and understanding the power of communication because it's through communication that we're going to be able to better understand our consumer needs and actually then use the hard tools um, such as Salesforce uh, to capture the data that we need to capture to help us with our decision-making processes. Uh, So my instinct would be, that it's still important for you to have strong communication skills and for you to have strong listening skills. You know, unfortunately, one of the challenges of of this digital world in which we live is all of this noise and clutter, and it's really more important than ever that we have a listening approach to what we do. And there are tools that can help us do that, too, right? social listening and and. Uh, technical tools that can help us understand what our consumers have said. Um, when we can't be in all places at all times, mm-hmm. technology helps us do that. But rather than uh, just focus on specific hard tools that you could use, I would also encourage you to continue to focus on the soft skills and um, be certain that you understand the basics of communication and collaboration so that when you're in environments um, where you're having these discussions about how we can effectively use technology and marketing, you're the one that's not only uh, sharing the thoughtful answers, but more importantly, asking the thoughtful questions.
0: Do you have any uh, last words for my audience?
1: As I mentioned before, I truly think that there is no greater time to be in marketing. It is such opportunities for us to continue to grow and learn and innovate and create and um, and, and to take it, take advantage of that and, and to really be able to think beyond the traditional classroom. So, of course, I'm sharing my insights today, um, as, uh, you know, as an individual who serves on the faculty at William and Mary. Um, but what excites me most is that when our conversations move beyond the classroom and, and start having an impact on, on society. And I think that that's, um, never stop learning. You don't have to limit your learning, your education to the classroom. And I think that that's what really makes marketing such an exciting field because we are are constantly learning how to better meet one another's needs. And so I actually, relative to your soft skills question earlier, what skills we could have um, as a marketer, there's a book that I love out of Stanford, out of the D School at Stanford called Designing Your Life. And it's um, from two academics um two Stanford academics who have very cleverly and creatively taken the design thinking pr- approach, which we often use here at William mm-hmm. and Mary too relative to the development of products and services and understanding market needs, but taking those um, taking that approach and applying it to our own lives and so uh, for listeners of your of your channel. I know that these are individuals who want to advance themselves, who want to grow and contribute. That is a great resource to help you do just that. My pleasure. Thank you.